Hello and welcome to today's episode of Teaching with Taz, where we'll take a look at language literacy from my own early childhood. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land I'm on, the Wurundjeri, Wurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and extend my gratitude to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Let me take you back to 1988 England, at home with my older brother and sister and our parents. English was widely spoken at home. However, we shared a cultural language too, a Gujarati dialect, thus resulting in my bilingualism. From birth to two years old, I was reaching milestones as expected of stage one simultaneous bilingual language development as presented by Fellows in Oakley. At this age, I was solely cared for at home, so I had no need to develop an understanding of social settings for when each language was appropriate. I was free to switch between languages or combine them in telegraphic speech. At age two, due to unforeseen family circumstances, I went to live with my grandparents in Tanzania, while my parents stayed in England with my siblings. I was submerged into a whole new way of living, including a different language environment. While still being exposed to two languages, Gujarati was my primary language spoken to me by my grandparents, whereas English had been replaced with Swahili, their national language. This subsequent language development altered my progression of perceptive and expressive language, reverting me to the early production stage of development. As per Krashen and Terrell's five phases theory, I relied on expressive non-verbal communication and formulaic words to express my needs, but was otherwise a quiet child. At two and a half, I was enrolled in a daycare where everyone spoke Gujarati. In the year that followed, as my vocabulary grew, I became social and confident in my oral expression. My communication and thoughts were entirely in Gujarati. I advanced to the intermediate fluency stage. I no longer used the English I had previously learned and replaced my vocabulary with a new language based on my social and cultural surroundings. Vygotsky's social-cultural theory states that language has two functions, inner speech and external speech. A child uses words socially. Once thought and language merge, the social language is internalized and assists the child with reasoning. Thus, the social environment is ingrained within the child's learning. Although being fluent in Gujarati was beneficial to me in Tanzania, it had a negative impact on me when I returned to England. At age three and a half, I once again had to readjust to my environment and develop new language and literacy skills. This change in social conventional knowledge, as explored by Lynn Cohen's theories of early childhood education, related to language as well as rules of conduct, as I was learning different social constructs and cultural customs. My family were my main source of social interaction. Dinner table conversation about our day and current events were a staple. However, I often felt like a spectator rather than a participant, which resulted in feelings of exclusion. I would use this as an opportunity to gain additional knowledge. In agreement with Krashen's monitor theory, the comprehensible input hypothesis suggests people acquire an additional language by hearing language at a higher and more difficult level than they can produce themselves. As the youngest, the language used in our house was always at a higher level than my own, which resulted in an increase in my vocabulary. 
As I continued to settle back into my family life, my father would read to me at bedtime to scaffold my learning. My favourite book was Each Peach, Pear, Plum, a book I can still recite by heart. The receptive nature of the book, the rhyming couplets of the story, combined with the pictures, made each word stick. I enjoyed pointing out the characters mentioned as part of the I Spy narrative, and over time, as the story became more familiar, I would finish each sentence. Picture books of this nature, as Laura Belchenko explains, prompt children to interact with the text and pictures. The use of I Spy causes children to use their sense of sight to make observations and connect with the text and transfer it to the world around them. Reading and singing helped restore my English language and before long I was able to seamlessly code switch between English and Gujarati. My language and literacy development in my early childhood took quite the journey, from relocation to the evolution of first language association. These initial years shaped my adaptability to different surroundings and my interest in literature and music. I hope this has given you insight into your own language journey. Thank you for listening.